radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week six preview show fantasy football scoop and Oop. i am your host tony joined as always by bishop and micah and uh Brock Purdy is the talk of the uh, of the NFL this week, um, and I kind of put a poll out there, and I, I was expecting this result. Uh, I asked the, the the group, "Is he a stud or is he just a jabroni in a good offense?" And uh, it was fifty fifty. We got two votes, two for stud and two for jabroni. So, did anybody else vote in this poll? I, I literally just voted. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I voted, but. I voted Jabroni. Okay. And then in the pre uh, the the recap show I found out he was on Santino's team and I want to change my vote to stud. <laughs> awesome. Uh Micah, you voted? which way did you vote? Oh, I voted stud, man. He's uh Santino's onto something here. Absolutely. I think I think uh as soon as Santino drafted him this year, I mean he just he took him into the stratosphere, you know, like the the sky's the limit for this guy now. That now that he's on such a elite fantasy roster, so he found his quarterback. He's like the Bill Belichick, you know, like the he had the little run with the Browns where hey, maybe it wouldn't always go that great, but he found his guy, and then he became a juggernaut. Yeah, the the like like the 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 draft success story has always been Tom Brady, obviously, right? Because he was like a sixth-round pick and ended up, ended up winning like, I don't know, 10 Super Bowls, wherever the hell he won. But like this Brock Purdy guy, he was the last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. So, uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's a pretty good story if he continues to be uh, play this way. And I, I voted stud because uh, I'm seeing throws that jabroni quarterbacks can't make. I'm seeing like uh, anticipated throws where like he's throwing to spots and like he, the the routes are are popping right at the right time. So I've seen plenty of jabroni quarterbacks in my life, and this guy does not look like a jabroni quarterback. So I I think he leans more towards stud, and it's it just helps him that he's in that offense. But uh, yeah, I think you got to have a little bit of talent to to do what he's doing. So 
that's the way I, I voted on that one. Um, yeah, any other thoughts on Brock Purdy? Bishop, you got anything? He's almost as good as uh, that Colts quarter, backup quarterback, Gardner Menchu. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of a baby face. He doesn't have any uh, facial hair, which is uh, definitely a, a downgrade. On it puts part. a limit on his potential. That's all I'm saying. It's true. He could, he could so do so One day he'll better. have one. He has, to, he has to get some time in there. Get that thing grown. I don't know. Can you even grow like a, a mustache in California? Can you even do that? Is it legal? Yeah, I don't know. I think it might oh. be banned. It might the... be uh, bad for the uh, like the ozone or something. And oh, the environment, green. yeah. Yeah. Or is it not shaving cream? I don't know. Whatever whatever their, uh, whatever their flavor of the day is over there. <laughs> Facial hair one day, avocado shakes the next. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get a protein pack uh, on his face like every, every afternoon to keep his his boyish good looks so when worm has a beard you'll know it's uh it's, it's the it's all the rage there <laughs> that's true all right let's get in the waiver wire waiver wire waiver wire hello and welcome to the week six edition of our waiver wire recap segment let's get this train wreck going uh first up we have me with the highest bid uh some guy named imari Demarcado, Demarcado. What a name! I don't know. Running back from the Cardinals and releasing Dalvin Cook from the Jets. What? I know. What? I know. What am I going to do? James Conner got hurt. I needed uh, another uh, body more of running jets. backs. You needed more Jets. You should have got another Jet. Who's the third string uh, running back on the Jets? Uh, it's like Michael Carter. I think Does that makes sense. I think he's still around. Yeah, Michael Carter. I will look into that uh, after this segment. Uh, $32 I spent on this guy. Uh, ironically enough, I had bid $17 when like Tuesday morning happened. And then uh, once I started watching all the fantasy shows and there, everyone was talking about this guy, I'm like, shit. Yep. Now I got to increase my bid. So I went up to 32 And I didn't even check what the missed bids were, but I'm glad I got them. Uh, 12, 16, and 26. So you priced it pretty good, I would say. Oh, wow. Nice. All right. uh, Let's see. Next up, we've got Cologne Rocks acquiring K.J. Osborne, wide receiver from Minnesota, and releasing Kendrick Bourne. Uh, He spent $17 on K.J. Osborne. I'm assuming this is from the Jefferson injury. It's grab whatever Vikings running uh, receivers as you can. That sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he's the number two or three there. And, uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson leaves behind, like, 30% of the targets. So there, there's lots of balls going to be thrown by Minnesota. And uh, that's a, probably a good pickup. I think there was a there was a $10 failed bid on this guy. So, again, pretty competitive. Was that you, Micah? Uh, it was not no. Only, no. only one I bid on was uh, was Demer Mercado. Hmm. I thought you would have locked in the Jesus uh, cousins to Osborne connection. No, no, the Vikings are trash. I don't need any more Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Next up, with the next highest bid here we got is Turtle Iowa Gangbang Thugs acquiring Jeff Wilson, running back from the Dolphins. And releasing the aforementioned Matt Burita. 
Uh, I'm guessing because that uh, HN guy is uh, now out for a while. He's hoping he'll be the starter. Uh, he bid $10, so it's, I guess it's worth a flyer. Isn't he on IR, though? Is he, is he coming back? I think he's back practicing this week, so I think he oh, might okay. actually play this week. But, yeah, he's been hurt like the past. Th I, I guess he hasn't played this year, so he's he's probably been on IR. Uh, but, yeah, uh, HN went down. I guess Raheem Mostert is uh, not exactly Mr. Mr. Durable, so uh, Jeff Wilson could be one snap away from being in the the best offense in football. Nice pick, Kawa. Okay, next up we've got the Ted Lasso way, Giuseppe's team, picking up a guy named Josh Downs, a wide receiver from the Colts, and releasing Michael Wilson, a wide receiver from Arizona. Two guys I've never heard of. Oh, do these people play football? <laughs> I do not know who either of these people are. I'm with you, man. Apparently, there was a Michael. He was on his roster. <laughs> and then decided, I'm going to cut this guy and pick up a guy I've never heard of. I'm going to click on his name real quick. Yeah. Josh Downs. It sounds like he's like a game show host from like the 70s. Like, like uh, it's a I, password with Josh Downs tonight at 7 o'clock. He's a rookie wide receiver from North Carolina. North Carolina, the... the football school known for their basketball yep great pick uh let's see next up we have cologne rocks again acquiring the los angeles rams quarterback for five dollars and releasing oh he released two two at well oh no oh, no That's... wide receiver from the rams i guess it's a casualty of uh cooper cup coming back I guess so a lot of rams uh, we also got a $0 bid from our resident, um, oh, what should I call him? We'll just say Worm. Uh, he acquired Rashi Rice, wide receiver from Kansas City, and released Elijah Moore, wide receiver from the, what was that, Cleveland Browns? Wow. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you. All right, zero bucks. I think that's a good pickup. I like it. Yeah, he spent exactly the amount he wanted to spend. That's true. And now we're going to go on to the free moves. Let's see here. We've got Turtles, Iowa Gangbang Thugs again. Oh, good Lord. Kianante, <sighs> Kianante Ingram running back from the Arizona Cardinals and releasing Samajay Pirai running back from the Denver Broncos. Kianante. That sounds like a like a drink at, at, a, at a club. Okay, I'll take a I'll take a Chianti on the rocks, please. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, assuming he thinks he's going to get some carries with the James Conner injury as well. Oh no, Tony making moves again. I don't like this. <laughs> okay, looks like Tony releases Ezekiel Elliott and acquires Godwin Igwe Bukaki. Running back from the <laughs> the Steelers, and then immediately releases Godwin Igwe Bukaki and acquires Ezekiel Elliott. What's up with that, Tony? Uh yeah, I just had a feeling about uh, Mr. Godwin Igwe Buke. I think his name is pronounced. Uh, and uh, you know, I had a feeling that uh, he was going to explode this week. But I didn't like the matchup, so I, I uh, quickly uh, picked up Zeke Elliott off the off the scrap heap, where 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 is he belongs. 
I feel like you just click on the search bar and smash your hand on the keyboard and then pick up whatever you say, whatever it says, just to piss me off. But anyway, that'll conclude your waiver wire segment for week six. Awesome. Thanks so much, Bishop. Yeah, let's go out of some emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we have one here from Kowalski. Uh, we have the uh, the rainbow or the uh, unicorn uh, emoji, as always. And it says, DJ, let's go. Eagles have their own Swift. I guess he's talking about, uh, what's his name? DeAndre Swift, is that right? I think it's DeAndre Swift. We already forgot his name. Yeah, I can't. It's as soon as he leaves the Lions, right? Right, Micah. It's just he goes out of my head. Yeah, yeah, they no longer exist. All right, he goes on here. Uh, Chase will not stand for DJ being WR one. So yeah, I guess he's kind of salty about losing ten dollars to Jamar Chase. NFL's Kelsey script is annoying, but working. Okay. I I agree. It is definitely annoying. So Zach Moss was proving Jim Ursay's point, and then they pay Jonathan Taylor anyway. And it's a thinking man's emoji. I guess that's kind of true because, like, Jim Ursay was like, running backs aren't worth money. And then, like, they pick up Zach Moss for nothing, and he ends up, like, doing pretty well. And then they end up signing Jonathan Taylor to the contract anyway. So it's, it's very confusing what's going on there. And he finishes <laughs> saying, I like, I feel like a college co-ed two weeks straight on top of the balls <laughs> doing work. Nice. <laughs> and he finishes, always I want to be with you and make believe with you. I don't know what, I, I swear to God, he's got to be like trolling us with these lines at the end of these emails. One of these days, I'm going to Google all these lines and figure out what the hell's going on here. But Micah. It sounds like he was hitting on you, actually. He might be. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a little shy, so that's nice. <laughs> and then we have another email from Kowalski. It says, one more thing. And it says, poor turtle loses Jefferson for the week. Uh, loses Jefferson the week Cup comes back. To the very same injury that Cup just came back from. Yeah, we kind of talked about that uh, last week, uh, last week's show here. And, uh, yeah, it's very unfortunate. I agree. Uh, that's all the emails I got, but we do have a communication from Giuseppe, so I'm going to go ahead and play that right now. What's up, everybody? It's me again. Uh, week five is is upon us, and I don't know if you guys caught it, but last week Zach Wilson actually had a really really good week and outperformed Patrick Mahomes in prime time. But um, he was called garbage from uh, Rodney Harrison in post game interview, and then Harrison subsequently, I guess, like apologized or something like that. And I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on the term garbage and how offensive it is for a human being. So. Uh, I know you guys have takes on everything, so I'm curious to hear yours on this one. Uh, best of luck with the rest of the show and this week in fantasy. Take care, everyone. All right. Well, that was from last week. Uh, again, we we missed we missed last week, so uh, we're a little delayed on getting response to this one, Bishop. But hey, what do you what do you feel about somebody calling a player garbage when he's uh, on the on the post game show? I think it's the only entertaining thing about post game shows. 
post-game shows, pre-game shows, and those stupid interviews in between halftime. I can't stand that shit anymore. Uh, I'm definitely down for people doing stuff that they don't normally do and they're not supposed to do. Uh, I'm for it. It's, it makes it watchable. Micah, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, if uh, getting called garbage inspires you, um, I need somebody, Rodney Harrison or otherwise, to call Kirk Cousins garbage and Jameer Gibbs garbage. Just everyone on my roster is garbage, so we'll have a nice bounce back game. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of bush league to to call them garbage in the post game show, uh, but like I feel like the word garbage is worse than like the word tr- like if you called somebody trash, like if I called you trash, Bishop, and I called you garbage, which one would you be more offended by? I I honestly don't know, like. I think that's, uh, to me it sounds like the same, but then I always think of whenever I think of garbage, I think of Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> and uh, he was pretty cool. So, thank you. Well, yeah. trash sounds cooler. Like you're a bunch of trash. Yeah, you're trash. trash. <laughs> like, like garbage. Like oh, you're garbage. But you're garbage. Trash. <laughs> trash. I don't know. Every time I, I say the word trash, I think of the Trash Man from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." And, uh, <laughs> See, these are all compliments. I have no trashy. no issue with any of this. That's because you're a trash individual. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Giuseppe, for uh, sending in that clip. Sorry it took us two weeks to get to it. Uh, We greatly appreciate. So let's talk about prediction results. Uh, Let me give you an update over the past two weeks since we missed this. Oh, speaking of trash. Yeah, speaking (laughs) of trash. (laughs) All right. So the week four prediction results were probably the worst that I've ever seen in a We've been doing prediction pools for quite a while on this podcast. Uh, Bishop, you led the way with two correct. So Don't call it a comeback. Golf, golf clap, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Bishop, or uh, Micah and I only had one correct, which is hilarious. Uh, and let's talk about last week. Uh, Micah and I both led the way with four out of six, which is a quite... A bit of a, a big improvement from last week, and Bishop only three correct. So season long total, I'm in the lead with thirteen. Excuse me, Micah is in second place with twelve, and Bishop, you're still in the fight here with eleven. So only two points separating uh, me from Bishop. I think uh, I think we're we're doing pretty good here, guys. Uh, it, I mean, in terms of like keeping it close, we're not doing good as t- in terms of picking games. You have thirteen points through five weeks. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's do really the math good. on that. That's not very good. <laughs> it's not good at all. All right, so let's see how many we can get this week. Um, as we we start as always in the Balls Mahoney with Turtles Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus BDI's Nick Space her and uh this one's a pick em. uh a one point turtle uh is the favorite by one point here but bdi is 60 percent chance of winning again i don't understand this math uh two teams that are down on their luck turtle is is very injured and uh bdi is just he's he's garbage let's just put it that way to garbage bring, to bring it back to the other segment so bishop uh, who do you think is going to win this trash bowl here? <laughs> uh, in the the garbage bowl or trash bowl. Um, <clears throat> it, 
I'm going to take Zach. He doesn't have a defense. He doesn't need a defense. I think he's going to win. The only bright spot on Turtles' team, well, his quarterback who's struggling, I think they're playing in England. That's the England game on Sunday. Oh, there's an England game? I didn't know this. It, it says 9.30 in the morning. Oh. I don't know what that means. Does that mean England or does that mean Nickelodeon? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> None of this stuff makes sense. So stupid. Uh, his only saving grace is that Cooper Cup is back and they're playing against the team that just gave up three touchdowns to, to Jamar Chase. So that's a thing. But other than that, I don't really know. Oh, Amaran St. Brown might be back. That's kind of cool, I guess. Um, and I don't like anyone on BDI's team, but I just feel like, I don't know, Turtles' team is garbage. <laughs> so, I see, I, I think Turtles' team is garbage, and I think BDI's team is trash. So that's why I think Zach's going to win by a little bit. What do you got, Micah? Well, I'm going with Turtle. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third. Um, I believe is in the top five of running backs. So he's coming back from the bye week. He's got Cooper Cup. He's got Sun God coming back. And he has an ace up his sleeve if Amon Ra is injured. He has Keontae. <laughs> Keontae Trash Ingram. <laughs> But uh, but Beata doesn't have a full roster. There's no good defenses out there um, unless he's hedging and hoping he doesn't lose points. But um, Dak Prescott's not good. So uh, the Turtle's going to beat BDI. He has to beat BDI. Man. Yeah, this is, this is definitely the, uh, uh, the trash bowl brought to you by Waste Management. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Um I I think I'm gonna take BDI here and I'm gonna tell you why. Uh I think he'll just find a defense. He, he, he both of his defenses are on bye, which is not good. But um I think his defense got him negative points last week, so I guess a zero is better than negative, right, Bishop? That's what I've been told. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, they play the Giants this week. They're going to light it up on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Adam Thielen could have a big garbage time game because they play Miami, and Miami's going to be up like six touchdowns by the first quarter. There's going to be lots of throwing to Adam Thielen. Uh, I don't know. I just think uh, Turtle is very unlucky in this league. I think I think Lamar Jackson is a, is not a great player right now. I'd actually I would rather play Geno than Lamar uh personally right at this point in the season. And uh Amon Ross St. Brown, he's coming back off an injury. You guys are going to be uh you guys are going to be seeing that up close and personal live in the stadium. Why don't you guys talk about that a little bit, Bishop? Uh Micah got us tickets. So I am eternally grateful and uh he's coming in i think friday i'm picking him up from the airport uh saturday we're going to a serb fest you heard that right and then sunday is uh lions bucks creamsicle game what do you what do you think micah oh i uh, no joke man uh i read the uh, announcement that the bucks were bringing back the creamsicle pirate and they announced the date against the lions and i said i am going to that game and you are so that's awesome. I want to hear a I want to hear a full report of the game, but more importantly, I want to know about Serb Fest. 
um, I want to know how much how much chevops can you bring on a on an airplane like in your carry on, Micah? I think we want to find that out. Oh, I think we can we can we can make arrangements for that. <laughs> the beginning of Surf Fest, how they bring in the chevops? They have to bring it in uh, by a dump truck. <laughs> You know how like people get busted for like strapping cash to themselves on airplanes? I picture Micah just strapped to the gills with chivops and uh just Why are you dripping, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Do I smell cured meats? We will definitely be drink eating chivops and drinking Serbian beer on awesome. Saturday for sure. Alright, I can't I can't wait to hear about that. Anyway, I'm gonna take uh BDI in this one. Let's go to the next matchup. We have uh, Kowalski's Robot Unicorn Attack versus Worms Team Taylor. And uh, Micah, K-Wall is a 7.5-point favorite, but an 81% chance of victory, according to RT Sports. So tell me, what do you think about this matchup? So initially, um, I picked Worm, looking over some rosters. But... Continuing to look at the rosters, um, Eden Allen has been having a pretty huge year so far, and but they're playing the Cowboys. Good defense that got exposed last week. Josh Jacobs is hitting his uh, his hot streak because he does nothing for three weeks. Then I trade him, so he's kind of repeating that three week window. So good job on Kowalski for not getting rid of him during that three-week window. Kelsey's coming back. Um, he's got a really damn good roster going into the week. Um, I think I have to change my pick. I am picking K-Wall. I'm going to follow it up here. I also agree K-Wall wins this one. And uh, I do like uh, I do like Keenan Allen coming back, even though it's against the the, the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are kind of vulnerable right now. And v Vegas seems to think that so too because that's a 50-and-a-half over-under on Monday Night Football. And I'm looking at Worm's team, and I see Zay Flowers and Gabe Davis. Uh, those guys need to catch touchdowns to be effective. And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can bank on those guys to catch touchdowns. So I'm going to take uh, K-Wall here over uh, King Worm. I am going to make that a sweep. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, the Chargers quarterback, uh, while BDI, or I'm sorry, Kowalski has Keenan Allen, he's got the Chargers quarterback, so it's going to offset. Um, I actually think a sneaky play instead of uh, Zay Flowers for Worm is to start that Rashi Rice. Uh, start anyone you have playing the Broncos. Yes, that's that good. That is like. Good. Yeah, my advice for the rest of this year. Uh, Dan has Travis Kelsey, so you know he's going to eat. Uh, but I think uh, Rasheed Rice, who Worm just picked up since uh, Devon Achan is out, would that be a sneaky play? But yeah, it's definitely going to be Kowalski. Like um, Worm has terrible matchups, like all down the board. Kowalski has decent matchups, a lot of home games, so. That's usually uh, beneficial. I think almost everyone's at home except for his kicker. So, yeah, give me Kowalski. All right, let's go to the next matchup, and we have Bishop's Nitro versus McLean's Cologne Rocks. And uh, before I get into the analysis, i got to ask you a very important question. 
what is this avatar that you have put on your team this week? It's like uh, a bunch of Asian people tackling a man around a microphone. What What is this? What is this? Yes, yeah, so I've just been throwing up uh, memes every week. And I don't know if you've ever seen this meme, but it's always like whenever someone posts like a, a horrendous looking woman on the internet, there's usually one reply that has this picture and it says wood. <laughs> And I giggle every time I see it. Like it's like a ten-year-old joke, but it's still funny to me. So I I love that one. I'm not gonna lie. I I'm on the internet like every day, all day, and I've never seen that meme. I, I that's a first for me. I've never seen that one. Oh, it's brilliant. All right. Well, the, we got two teams here. Uh, Bishop two two and one, and Cologne Rocks is four and one. I did not uh, think that he was doing that well over there. So that's kind of a surprise to me. But uh, RT Sports says you're a seven and a half point favorite, Bishop. Um, you got some really juicy matchups here, uh, particularly uh, Josh Allen versus the Giants on Sunday Night Football. Uh, you, you still got a jet in your lineup, and uh, Mike Evans coming back. So I think uh, I think I think Bishop's got enough. I think he's got what it takes this week to take down McLean. Who I'm I'm still unsure if Austin Eckler is like a hundred percent, but I guess we're gonna find out. So, uh, yeah, I like I like Bishop this week, Micah. Who do you got? Yeah, I agree there. Uh, top to bottom, the roster is gonna be very strong. Uh, some good matchups. Tyreek Hill is gonna blow up on Carolina. Tony Pollard should have a good game against the Chargers. Uh, Brees Hall, you know they go against the Eagles, but uh, the Eagles aren't flawless. And uh, it's uh, what's his nuts against uh, the Giants. So, I mean, that's a minimum 20 points right there. And uh, the the high, the heavy hitters on the Cologne Rocks, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, not doing so hot this year. Uh, um, I don't think that uh, four, four and one form continues this week for him. You guys disappoint me. Of course I'm taking Cologne Rocks. It's obvious. He has the better jet in his lineup. He has Garrett Wilson. Uh, let's see. What else has he got going on for him? Yeah, he's got a, he's got, I don't know. I'd say he's got decent matchups. I don't like the Austin Eckler matchup, uh, but it's Monday night against Dallas. Uh, I, I feel like Dallas is going to be up sizable, so he's going to catch a lot of passes. Uh, I could see like 15 receptions from Eckler. Uh, that's going to kill me. Um, I don't know why I'm projected to win so bad because one of the reasons is they project Buffalo Bills quarterback put up like 35 points. And I'm like, that's never going to happen. So, yeah, that's an inflated number. I think uh, my team sucks. Chris Olave is going to struggle because they're playing Houston and apparently his foot's broken or toe. Ouch. Uh, I actually have quite a few injuries. They, Mike Evans might not be playing. Uh, Olave might not be playing. I'm going to have to make some serious lineup decisions uh, at the stadium, probably. And uh, yeah, I'll take Cologne Rocks for sure. All while wearing a Barry Sanders jersey from like 1992. That's correct. Amazing. All right, let's go to the next matchup. And we have my artificially intelligent versus Bob's cock sockers. Uh, so Micah. Uh, Bob's my neighbor. Uh, I played him in his league last week, 
and I lost because I, I played uh, Anthony Richardson over Justin Fields. I lost by like 10 points. Uh, so I need to get revenge on Bob. Do you think I can uh, pull it off this week? Well, I definitely think there's some potential there. Uh, this should be a pretty good, uh, pretty good fantasy matchup. You've got some good guys on your roster. Um, I think if uh, we're going to find out if uh, if Justin Fields has uh, finally found a stride, or if they just sprinkled some fairy dust and rigged the game so they can win after Dick Buckus dies, but they're playing Minnesota and the Vikings are trash. And DeAndre Swift keeps doing well. Um, this one for me uh, is almost like a coin flip uh, for no real good reason I can discern. I picked Bobby Big Balls. I am going to agree with you, Micah. I'm taking Bobby Big Balls. Uh, I think he has better matchups. I think the Chris Godwin play is like a sneaky great play because, uh, like I said, Mike Evans might not be playing. Although I don't like the George Kittle play. Apparently last week he caught three passes for three touchdowns. Do you guys know this? Yes. Yeah, he blew up. Yeah. 25 points. He didn't blow up. He caught three passes for three touchdowns. He just happened to catch the touchdowns. He did nothing. Perfectly executed passing game that Brock (laughs) Purdy's. Santino's the man. It's going to. It's. It's. It's fine. He's banking on that miracle to happen again. He needs to bench him for Debo or somebody else, please. Um, I, Tony's got some tough matchups. You know, his uh, Jalen Hurts is going against the Jets in New York. You know, the notorious, uh, notoriously tough place to play. Uh, good luck with that one. Uh, I don't know if Travis Etienne's going to blow up again. He had a he blew up last week. Maybe he blew his load. They're playing at home against the Colts. I don't know. Uh, James Cook might be a nice play, though, because they're playing the Giants, so you'll see a lot of a lot of running the ball in that game. Uh, I'll take, like I said, I'll take Bob, but it'll be close. Yeah, I do think this is going to be a close game. Uh, I I see a lot of tough matchups on Bob's team, actually. Uh, Christian McCaffrey going up against the... I will uh, start Cleveland Browns defense. The, the tough, the vaunted... Cleveland Browns defense on the road in the dog pound, Bishop. I I don't I know you didn't factor that into the math that you. Uh, you no, yeah, on. but Christian McCaffrey is kind of like an anomaly, like defense proof, I guess. Okay, we'll see. Um, DeAndre Swift doesn't score touchdowns, and he gets to play the Jets. Uh, so I I think that's a tough matchup. And George Kittle is is your classic boomer bust guy. I mean. If he catches three touchdowns, he's he's great, but uh, most likely he will not. Again, I will start Cleveland Browns defense. That is uh, that is a tough 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 tookie this this week here, and I, I do like James Cook this week against the Giants. I think uh, he had a bad game last week in London, but uh, now that they're on U.S. soil, I think they're going to look to run the ball. Um, Puka Nakuku going up against Arizona this week. I think. Uh, Balls will be flowing all around SoFi Stadium, and uh, Nakuku will probably catch at least one touchdown. And uh, this is a, like a break, make or break week for me and Jalen Waddle. So I think he he has the the possibility for a, a big game here with uh, Devin or, or brother Devon Achan 
a chain, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, being on IR. So there's lots of lots of touches to go around, and they play Carolina, who is pretty bad, I want to say. So I don't know. I think I win. I think it's close, and uh, I think I avenge my loss last week against Bobby Big Balls. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have the Cousin Bull. We have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus Santino's yes Lucky yes. Wolf. And yes. uh, every time I see this matchup every year, I get sad because like. Uh, in previous years, Santino would always write a promo or make a bet with Giuseppe. And uh, it's been a long time since we got anything fun like that, Bishop. And I think it's because Giuseppe is now scared because Santino is now like a, a dominant juggernaut force in our league. Yep. So he's he's banking on the fact that Santino is always sleeping. To He knows he won't propose the bet. So Giuseppe's like, if I just stay quiet, keep my head down, you know, I avoid the embarrassment. It's true. It's a good point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I guess uh, RT Sports is not uh, hip to the juggernaut status of Santino because Giuseppe is a nine and a half point favorite to win this game. Uh, Bishop, why don't you give us some analysis here on on what do you think is going to happen? Okay. um, Since I'm going first, uh, I'm going to make this very brief. Um, I think Giuseppe, uh, I'm sorry. I think Santino is playing the superior quarterback, right? He's going to win the, the quarterback battle between Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm, as far as like who gets to Canton, Ohio, right? Uh, although I think this week Mahomes will outscore Brock Purdy because they're playing the Broncos. So that's going to be a huge ace in uh, Giuseppe's hole. Uh, the rest of his team could pretty much be garbage. And uh, I think Giuseppe's going to win. Unfortunately, I really want Santino to win. Like, it's my life's mission to predict him to win and get it right. I think I did last week. I was the only one who picked him to win last week. And he beat me. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take Giuseppe. And I'm sorry, Santino, I, wa- I want you to win. Uh, How about uh, correction? Hey, you did not pick Santino to win last week. I just looked at the archives. You picked yourself. Oh, I did. I never pick myself. Yeah, you did. Fake news. Anyway, uh, I'm I'm taking uh, Giuseppe this week. All right. Um, hold on a second. So Santino has a bye week player in his lineup. Uh, he's got Christian Kirk on his bench. I think he's going to make some moves here. Uh, I think he's going to get Kirk in his lineup. And I don't know if he does it running back because I think Miles Sanders is kind of hurt and, and also bad. Uh, so I'm not real sure. Jamal Williams is still on IR, I want to say. Oy. Man, I want to pick Santino so badly. But uh, <clears throat> having that big hole at running back, uh, I think I'm going to give it to Giuseppe here. What do you think, Micah? Well, the mind games have already begun. There's not a full roster, so you know there's going to be some changes. But what changes will be made? That is for Santino to know and for Giuseppe to find out. And I want to believe 
that there is a strategically timed delivery at the moment that Giuseppe loses. There will be a knock on his door, and there'll be a delivery man there with a Portillo's beef. And it comes with a greeting card that says Portillo's beef, greater than sign DiMaggio's beef. And Giuseppe cries. I'm picking Santino. Ah, nice. nice. I love it. Do you remember that bet? Yeah, that was one of the bets that I was talking about where Giuseppe had to eat a juicy, tender Portillo's beef. And I think the phrase was, shove it down your gullet. And uh, uh, I think I still have that picture somewhere. It was the our league homepage uh, yeah. thing for a while. <laughs> it was. I do remember that. I think I still got it somewhere. I'll, I'll post that on the message board. All right, let's go to the last matchup, and we have Matt's team, Spam versus Micah's Serbia. Um, now, oh wait, did Bishop? Did you lead off the last one? The kind yes, of, I did. I, I screwed that up. We should have had you uh, lead this one off. So I guess I'll take this one. Um, let's see. Serbia is a three and a half point favorite. Uh, Micah is going to Serbia Fest in Tampa in florida uh i do not think he can be stopped i think uh raheem mostert's going to be the beneficiary of uh devin a chain going down and uh i mean if if kirk cousins ever going to have a game it's against the bears defense and they get to play them this week and it's at noon it's not in prime time so i'm going to take uh i'm going to go with serbia many chevops will be had yeah, this seems very likely to happen. Although I am proud of Matt for having a position player I've heard of, DK Metcalf in his lineup. I'm proud of you. Uh, uh, Roscoe, Roschan Johnson. I don't know who this is. Apparently he's on the Bears. Yeah, he went to Texas. I'm surprised you don't know who this is. This is a running back I've, from uh, from Texas. No, I don't remember him at all. Uh, and apparently he's concussed. He benched uh, Rhombus Stevenson. That's interesting. Is he hurt or is he ineffective? No, he's just bad. Yeah. That's just suck. Yeah. Wow. And he's injured. His whole roster's injured right now. He's He's got some uh, bad injury problems. Yeah, it's... Um, T. Higgins I don't know how Matt's... T. Higgins. Yeah, I know, right? He was on the bench last week. I saw that. That was interesting. Uh, team spam. I don't know how he's 3-2 and two with this this roster. Uh, but he ain't going to be four and two. Give me Micah to uh, pull even at three and three. Micah, what do you think? So my initial reaction was that I'm probably not going to win another game for the rest of the year. But this week, I think there might be some uh, some fate bouncing in my favor. I've got some pretty good matchups. Um, I've got some guys who may not be available, but uh, Team Spam is also dealing with uh, a lot of injuries. He might have a lot of question marks where he might not know who's going to be playing and who is, you know, right until kickoff. And uh, I'm looking at my roster and I'm thinking Chabops on Saturday, Creepsicle Buccaneers uniforms against the Lions, and Sam Laporta running wild at Raymond James Stadium will put me over the top. 
I think you should start Jam- uh, Jameer Gibbs as well. You need two Lions so we could cheer together. Oh, so he's technically like injured right now, so he may be in there. So I'm going to swap him out with uh, okay. Cam Makers if he's declared that he's playing. Because right, Cam Makers is Cam Makers is trash. <laughs> so are you guys sitting near the the, the pirate ship like uh, like you were last time, Bishop? No, I actually bought uh, that was that's what I was looking at at first. Um, I ended up buying some uh, midfield upper bowl tickets because they were like a hundred dollars cheaper. And nice. for NFL games, they're kind of my preferred. Like I've been at the end zone before, and it's cool. But uh, for the price, and there's a, like you can't see a lot like when they're going down the other way. Yeah, where I, I like the where I can see the entire game. Although it'd be nice to be close to those those beautiful creamsicle pirate uniforms but uh it's like for a hundred dollar difference i'll just i'll get some uh i'll get some upper bowl 50 yard line area type of seats so i get a better view of the game as opposed to the being the thick of things with uh, one positive thing micah i could i could tell you uh there are not really a lot of tampa bay fans so what happens is at halftime people leave and there were so many people just like filling in the bottom bowl seat so if we wanted to sit lower we we definitely could yeah, there's no law in Florida. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll move on down. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, do you got any breakout players this week? Any players you think are uh, going to explode on the fantasy on the fantasy scene? Uh, yeah, I got one. I'm going to take Garrett Wilson of the Jets. He's going to tear it up this week against the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are going to be up big, so they're going to throw a lot. Give me Garrett Wilson. Micah, you got anybody? Yeah, God, uh, Sam Laporta would be too easy. He kind of broke out last <laughs> week, so I'm going to pass on uh, Mr. Laporta, but I'm going to go, and I'm looking at Santino's roster, and I'm looking at some guy named Turd Ferguson, a tight end, who will deal the death blow to Giuseppe. I'm picking Turd Ferguson, breakout player of the week. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna tempt fate here. I'm gonna pick a guy on my own team. I'm gonna pick James Cook. I think uh, they're gonna run the ball a lot against the the Giants because uh, they'll be winning a lot. So I think uh, James Cook has a pretty good game. And that's gonna do it for the Week Six preview show, fantasy football scoop and. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>